I'd like to invite you along the Camino with me. I'm Holly Brock, and welcome to the playful ponderings of my particular pilgrimage along the Camino de Santiago. Sensation Delicious is about feet, but of course, not just about feet. And I'll quote something I said in the intro of this podcast. It is the motion of the ordinary that creates the sublime. It is the practical that gives the significant a stage. I think Jesus knew this as he walked the earth and especially as he washed his disciples' feet. Food for thought. And now, Sensation Delicious. Today, I'm starting with a shout out to feet. Feet, which are typically some of the most unrecognized, unappreciated parts of our body, are also critical to our mobility. We often forget our feet, even though they have almost as much sensory potential as hands. We're talking 7,000 nerve endings on each foot. If you don't believe me, get a foot massage. And then if you still don't believe me, walk a couple of hundred miles and then get a foot massage. I remember hearing a soccer coach constantly reminding his team that foot care is priority one. This is true as well if you are a pilgrim along the Camino de Santiago. You can endure these weeks of walking with any number of aches or issues, but if you continue walking with a blister on your foot, you are playing with fire. Our feet are critical in this journey. Even now, I realize I'm forgetting my feet, which have been faithfully trotting on while I pontificate about them. Through these big boots I named Martha and Mary, and through these stupendous Sockwell socks, I come back to these amazing feet, which are supporting the 140 pounds of my body and transporting me 500 miles across northern Spain. For a little while along the way, I commit to an intentionality of every step. I look at the ground just before me, pick a spot with my eyes, and step exactly there. It's nothing short of moving meditation. I learned to do this simple exercise while being trained in a movement technique called Nia. Often during class, the instructor would call out, sense your feet, sense your fingertips, sense your shoulders. And my favorite was when Carlos, one of the founders of Nia, would say, it's sensation delicious. I can hear him now. It's a phrase to cue us to connect with the sensations in our bodies. Awareness like this, when all of our faculties are focused together, can have a powerful impact in us because it essentially operates like a magnet, bringing parts of us together. We tend to shatter and scatter to some degree in response to life experiences, but it is this fundamental state of reintegration that we long for. These moments remind us that we were designed to be whole creatures. Shout out to Nia for spreading this good news. And another shout out to my feet, the real heroes in this story, as they have yet again faithfully continued moving me further along the Camino. 
The key to the sensation delicious cue is to bring our attention to the sensation in our bodies, which leads to the deliciousness of becoming fully present. The gift is to have an experience of being fully where you actually are. What you find there and remember there is the simple joy of being. If I allow myself the chance to enjoy what is actually there in the present moment, everything settles down and actually becomes very simple. And possibly exactly because it is so simple, it can become full of joy. Try it. Nia says it beautifully that joy is a birthright, that by virtue of being alive, we have been given this joy. And I believe God means it too. If this is true, though, why do we have such a difficult time remembering it? Mark Batterson coined the phrase inattentional blindness, the state we are in where we fail to notice something in our field of vision because we are giving attention to something else. It begs the question, what are we giving our attention to? What are we attending to that makes us forget some of this really good stuff? Consider this scenario. What if we have all, with our own Eve and Adam-like volition, chosen autonomy and separation from God? And what if creation, including us, was designed to be in communion with God and each other? A willful pulling away immediately leaves us vulnerable and exposed, and we become fearful. Fear, as we all know, puts us in states like fight, flight, or freeze, which then demand our attention and even become the lens through which we interpret things. It distracts us so thoroughly that we begin to forget that the earth and even ourselves are different out from under this tyranny of fear. And if we are so distracted by our fear that we forget this truth, then we feed the fear exactly because we have forgotten. It's a terrible cycle of dis-ease. We are in a state of chronic inflammation from the first injury. But Jesus said the kingdom is near and here. Jesus came as the way, the truth, and the life to remind us and show us the way to God's original hope for creation out of his great love. That the original intent was for us to be present with him, where we enjoy him and each other. We are in a cycle of inattentional blindness, where right near and here, we could find this kingdom of God, but miss it because we remain in fear and forgetfulness. We forget that God created this whole amazing creation out of abundant love, so we see it as full of threat and scarcity. We forget that debts we have created have been paid and all trespasses forgiven, so we keep our heads down and keep trying to accomplish that ourselves. We forget to even wonder if God hoped this world would be a place of creativity and community. So we engage with life and each other more out of striving and competition. We forget that God says he adores us and longs for us to enjoy him and each other. So we keep ourselves very serious and take ourselves very seriously. We forget that even the very real suffering inherent in life has the potential to bring us back to the present moment and therefore to the real comfort of God. So we suffer in a hopeless way. We forget Jesus has come to set us free, so we keep ourselves enslaved. We force our experience of life to remain scattered and heavy 
by our inattentional blindness to the wholeness and light that Jesus has brought. We forget to remember. When we remember, though, we give ourselves the chance to see the world is filled with abundant love, not the sappy life is easy and there's no struggle kind of love, but love that says, I'm willing to walk with you through anything and show you the way home kind of love. Don't get me wrong, for all my belief in that what I'm saying is true, it's a struggle to remember this truth. We default into fear when we forget. Yet ponder the incredible invitation that every present moment is to come back to remembering the living and loving that God is. Even moments of pain, because what is bringing me back to this present moment is me stubbing my toe. As I was remembering these wonders, I was forgetting to remember that I was walking on a rocky path on the earth. In the famous words of Ani DeFranco, if I look down, I miss all the good stuff. And if I look up, I just trip over things. So as a follower of Jesus, I know that the real gift in this simple joy of being is that it's where I find him who waits for me there always. I've come to see that this sensation delicious practice can bring me back to Jesus. It creates the space for me to remember. And what I remember is that he is always there. If I focus on the sensation of wiggling my toes, I remember I am like a child loved by her father in heaven. If I focus on really feeling my breath coming in and out of my lungs, I can remember that he wanted to create me and gave me the breath of life, me. If I focus on the sensation of rubbing my hands together, it helps me remember that God is ready and able to carry my burdens. And when I focus on the beating of my heart, I know that he is closer than a brother. Now that's some sensation deliciousness. So as I walk along this pilgrimage, I try to let all of the sensations in my body become sensation delicious. I feel the weight of my backpack on my shoulders and around my waist. I feel my nose a bit sunburned. I feel a bit of an ache in my knee. I feel the bob of my sun-kissed ponytail corresponding to each step I take. I can feel my heart beating and my lungs fill with air. Even just in my own body, there are so many cues back to the present, back to remembering Jesus is here and loves me. When I begin to see that it's all pointing back to him, then I begin to see that the world is rich indeed. I begin to see all of the ways God gives me to know him, almost like a playground. He gives me the creatures the little chicks hiding under their mama hen, a flock of sheep with the eerie clank of their bells, the wild horses staring at me through the fog while they graze on the mountaintop, the baby goats that scamper and escape and return to their mother, the cows, even the bulls that stink and yet are beautiful. He gives me the colors, the greens and browns of concrete, dirt, hay, rock, water, grass, brush, and trees, moss and ferns, the blues and grays of sky clouds, storms and rain, fog and wind, and the yellow and purple of the wildflowers and the white hot of the sun. He gives me so many other things to cue my awareness, even exhaustion, homesickness and hunger. So many stories, the food and music, the scenery and history, and also beautiful fellow pilgrims all bearing his image deep down and on and on. Every experience, every moment becoming a small crack leading into the vast love of God. 
Lord, cue my heart to remember that at the root of all of this, Jesus is with me. The way, the truth, and the life says he will never leave me or forsake me. Jesus walks with me here on the Camino and always. I remember and am set free from from fear. Thank you, God. That is sensation delicious indeed. And thank you for my faithful feet, the real sermon in shoes. 